0: wish you had more energy to do more of the things you love, you definitely are going to love what I'm going to share in this episode. You are listening to The Shift Seekers Show, created to inspire, educate, and facilitate shifts that help you identify your unique path to change in your life and business. Expect insights, lessons and real-life stories of people just like you who are embracing a life of transformation and endless possibility. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Hello and welcome to this brand new episode of The Shift Seekers Show. I am your host, Laura Husson, and I am delighted to have your ears here for this episode today. Now, I'm going to share a bit of a confession with you before I dive into today's topic, which is that I had my first ever failed attempt at recording a podcast episode yesterday. And here I am back at it 24 hours later, feeling refreshed, renewed, ready and clear. Now I have, we've had COVID in our family. We have had the positive test results. We've had all the symptoms. We've had every symptom under the sun between us. Um, Three out of four of us have been through it we have one of us who's holding fast. (laughs) I'm really hoping, not that I ever want anybody to test positive, but right now I feel like if we're going to do it, let's just do it so we can get our show back on the road and no more isolation for us. So yesterday I hit record and I was like, well, I'm ready to go. I'm really ready to do this. I was feeling so much better. It was my first day of being up and out of bed. I was showered. I was dressed. Everything was looking hopeful. And I got 15 minutes into the episode before I realized I had said absolutely nothing of any value whatsoever. (laughs) And I just, I was like, can I rescue this? Have I just lost track? And honestly, I've just deleted the whole audio clip because... I just could not get clear. The brain fog has been so real. It continues to sit, so I can't promise this is going to be my most coherent episode. So, I am going to keep it very short and to the point. But the thing I want to talk about, um yesterday actually I was recording a different episode, but this has really what happened yesterday is the perfect lead-in to the episode that I was actually due to record and release this week. And It's just funny how things come full circle, isn't it? Because that frustrating experience of sitting up here and going back downstairs and saying to my husband, oh, that was a complete waste of time, has brought me to this place today where I can speak to you about the topic, which is the truth about your energy levels. Now, yesterday, as I was getting into that episode, there was coughing. There might still be coughing today. It feels more at bay right now. And I was getting to the point where I was like, my voice is, I've got nothing left. I've got no steam. And I was really aware of that. And what was happening as a result of that belief playing out that I don't have any steam, I'm going to run out of energy, I'm going to run out of voice was really becoming real very quickly as we were going. We, last night, before I go here, Last night I had a call that I was due to do with my travel team at 8:30 in the evening and after doing the attempted podcast recording and oh just being out of bed and having a shower and all the things my body was quivering and I was like I've got I've got nothing I can't do a call and there was another call taking place at that time um run by somebody else also in the in the team but I just wanted to I wanted to have something. I I didn't want to just cancel the call. So I suggested to my group, who I'm mentoring, why don't we get on this other call, all of us, so I can just listen, I can conserve my energy, and then we can discuss it in our message group. So that seemed like a great idea. Now, what happened was when we got on that call, that call... Unfortunately, the person hosting the call wasn't feeling very well either, and so the call, some of the things that were shared on the call were completely the opposite to the vibe and the intention that I have in my mentoring group with with my group in the travel business. And there were messages messages started flying. And I I went instantly. And this is going to be a testament to what I'm about to share with you. I went instantly from like, "Oh, I just can't wait to get into bed. I'm feeling so tired" to "Okay, guys, everybody hop on my Zoom and we had the most fired up, engaged, activated Zoom call. There's no way I could have summoned that energy without having gone to that other call and being propelled into action in order to do it. Now, you know those times, right? You've all had a time like that. And the the um, example I often give is, if we remember when we were younger and we loved going out partying, I'll speak for myself here because maybe you still do. <laughs> and you used to go out on a Friday and then on the Saturday, you'd be so exhausted from staying up too late and having too much fun that somebody would say, oh, there's so-and-so is going to this place tonight. Do you want to go? And you'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can. And then something will happen or somebody will say something and you would just click into action. That energy would come from somewhere and you could just turn it on as though nothing happened. Now, that is not a coincidence. We have infinite energy. We are infinite beings in terms of our energy. Now, what that means is that we get to learn how to access that energy. Now, that feeling of like, I just can't, I've I've got no steam. If we think about the incredible feats that human beings have endured and made happen. Think about even marathons, right? People, if you are listening to this and you have run a marathon or you are a marathon runner or you're training for a marathon or even you have a goal to run a marathon, I hats off to you. That is not something that has any draw for me whatsoever. Like I honestly feel like that would be the most miserable thing I could imagine doing <laughs> for me, and I stood at the finish line of a, I think it was a half marathon in San Diego and I cried. I was so emotional watching people cross that finish line, knowing what they'd done and how long i had been. It was so amazing. And I still didn't want to do it. Now, does that mean, do I believe, do I not want to do it because I believe that I couldn't do it? Absolutely not. Because what I know for sure is that when we are motivated, when we are tapped in, we access the energy we need. Now, why is this? It's because 100% of our energy, yours and mine, and every other human comes from, is generated from our subconscious mind. It doesn't come from our body. It comes from our mind. Now, in some sometimes you will hear me use subconscious and body interchangeably, but when, I want to make a really clear distinction here that Just because you worked out yesterday and your muscles are tired and your physical body feels tired doesn't mean that you have tapped out your energy supplies. Now, I feel this is a subject that's very close to my heart because I have a history with, I was diagnosed with having ME or chronic fatigue syndrome when I was a teenager. And it really defined the next mm, five to 10 years of my life. It became a part of my identity that I accepted that I was limited with my energy that I had to be careful that I had to ration my energy and I had to invest it wisely. I was told by a specialist that I should really think carefully about what kind of career that I went into and that I was actually told very specifically two things that I should avoid. And this consultant, this specialist, he didn't know anything about me at this point, but he said, two of the biggest things that are going to make it difficult for you are traveling across time zones. (laughs) If you know me, you'll know that that's never going to be something I can agree to give up and a career along the lines of teaching, something that's really intensive on your energy, where you need to be on your feet, teaching or nursing or any kind of vocation of that, that kind. And at that time, I was actually training to be a teacher. So this was a really interesting time because I didn't know anything about the subconscious mind at that point. I was training to be a teacher. I was determined. I was one of those people, and maybe you're a bit like this too, that if you tell me I can't do something, I am absolutely going to prove you wrong. It's like, okay, it's like red rag to a bull. I am going to make that happen. You watch that energy did not serve me well. (laughs) And I no longer operate from that zone because what I'm doing when I do that is I'm pushing hard to prove somebody else wrong. Now, what I know now, because I understand that 100% of my energy comes from my subconscious mind, is that actually I don't need to push to access my energy. All I need to do is tap into the right motivation to match up the desire for me to summon energy with my own values and my own forward-focused motivation. Not to prove somebody else wrong, but because I feel like this is gonna really contribute to my life experience and I want to have this moment. All of a sudden, the energy's gonna come. Now, case in point, this call last night. I mean, honestly, I mean, let's let's look at the facts here, right? I I have coronavirus, it is in my body right now. I was exhausted. That was true these were true, true facts. I had had my first day out of bed in eleven days, and my whole body was quivering. right? there was there's very real my body is dealing processing a virus, and so it's sending all its energy to my recovery, right? That is how it was. What was also true was that when my own values, came into question last night as they did on the call the first call all of a sudden I had all the energy to show up and be present in a way that I wanted to convey my message my standpoint and everything else to the mentoring group for the new travel agents that I was training and that was the perfect reminder for me and it was just so funny because I could not have predicted that. I couldn't have created or manufactured that situation, and yet it was the perfect thing I needed to be able to come back here today to record this episode. Because after yesterday's failed attempt, honestly, I was feeling a bit like, "Oh gosh, how am I going to how am I going to do this?" I was feeling a bit panicked that maybe I just don't have the steam right now to record a podcast. And yeah, and so the, the podcast episode I was going to record was about the magic of retreats, because I have been very excitedly messaging with people this week about my, I have two retreats coming up in 2022. The Maldives retreat, which is the 23rd of September to the 30th of September. Currently, as I speak, there are four spaces left on that. And then A couple of weeks later, I go immediately from Maldives to Bali, where I am hosting my Bali retreat, which is the sixth to the twelfth of October. And I believe there are three spaces left on that. So, if either of them are speaking to you, feel free to reach out to me. Instagram is always the best place at totally Laura, and I can share all the details with you. The I wanted to talk about the magic of retreats. When I was recording that episode yesterday, I was just going around in circles, and I was like, "Oh, I am doing this just because an episode is needed." I'm not doing this from a place of I've got something to say and I want to share it with you. I was like, oh, I've been talking about the retreat today, so maybe I'll just do an episode about retreats. I had nothing of value to share. Now, not that I do not believe in the magic of retreats because I absolutely do. But what I was starkly reminded by last night was the power of our subconscious mind to give us a a direct line. It's like a direct hit of refreshed energy. You know that thing. It's like if something's happening and you're absolutely exhausted, but then something was gonna happen that was gonna risk somebody's life, you find yourself moving, right? Your body is moved. You have the energy to physically move yourself to safety, somebody else to safety, whatever the situation is. So when this happened last night, it was almost funny because the call was absolutely perfect. Now, if i had gotten that call last night from a place of, oh, I should do this because I said I would be on the call at 8.30, so I should show up even though I'm tired. It's okay to show up from bed. That is what I've been doing. I have been doing calls from bed. Everybody knew that I wasn't feeling well, and that was fine. And yet, I'm so grateful for how it turned out because it was such a brilliant instant reminder of, oh, yeah, of my energy comes from my subconscious. Thank you for the reminder. And then when I looked back at my planning board for the podcast, this week's episode was due to be about the truth about your energy levels. Now, let's go back to this um, Emmy and chronic fatigue syndrome uh, diagnosis. Now, it's very interesting. I've spoken before about subliminal compliance. When you are told something by somebody in a position of authority, we receive it as truth. Now, I know that as I say this, there are going to be people who listen to this who go, no, that's not true. I've questioned diagnosis before. That's not what I'm talking about. You might consciously question it, but your subconscious takes instruction from people in from authoritative figures. It's how it's programmed. It looks to somebody like a doctor, like a specialist, like a teacher, like a police officer, like all of the people who are in these positions of establishing and holding authority on a subject, and it receives what is said as truth. Because of the programming that you have at the subconscious level of the role, it's almost like it's stereotypes, right? Right oh, okay, well, you, you're you wearing a white coat and you have a stethoscope. So, okay, you're a doctor. You know more than me. I accept what you say at the subconscious level. Now, this can be why when you start to question, if you start to question like, well, hang on a minute. I don't know if this adds up or if that adds up, it can be so exhausting because your conscious and your subconscious are at odds. There is a friction there between the two because they're like, hold, hold on, Subconscious believes it. Conscious mind is questioning it. And as we know, because we've spoken about this many times here before, your conscious mind is such a tiny amount, right? 4% sometimes of your whole mind is accounted for by your conscious resonance. Isn't that just blow your mind incredible? So when we're in that tension between, but they're telling me this, but mm, I want to ask questions and I don't know, it can be extremely fatiguing. So when we had this diagnosis, I I think I was, I want to say I was 17, maybe 18, 17, 18. I can't even remember now. It's so interesting that I used to know these details so intricately. It was such a huge part of who I was, almost in victim status. And because that's what I was told I was. You know, it was very much like at that time, it was very, there was very little understood about it and it was very much like, oh, you know, your daughter, this is all that's going to be possible for her and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It was not a very pretty picture that was painted. Now, let's be real. We're not talking terminal illness diagnosis here, but we're talking about something that was going to, we were being told it was going to inhibit and limit my available energy levels forever. So at this point, I've got my whole life ahead of me and I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, like this is awful. My mum is in tears and I didn't really understand why because I was like, well, I feel fine. He hasn't, you know, maybe she's not telling me everything. There was so much going on at that time. Now, I was directed to some communities online where there were other people who had this label And I was like, okay, great. Let's talk to them. You know, maybe they can shed some light. Maybe they've got answers. Maybe they've got stories of how we get over this. Now, when I plugged into those communities, there was so much acceptance and acceptance of the label, not acceptance of, okay, this is how I live my life. And so I, here's how I work around it. But the, and this, I'm not saying that all communities of people who are experiencing any kind of illness in their life are all like this, but this was my experience at the time. I know that they're not. I see so many amazing examples now of communities of people who have shared diagnosis who are super positive and uplifting and encouraging of each other. This was not my experience at the time. Now, what that did was I could feel the reality of everything I'd been told, the worst case scenario that I had been told of being like bedridden and unable to move started to become my reality, and I was reading more stories about it, and I was supporting everything i'd been I'd been reading was becoming supported, and so it started becoming real. Now, in a, a short amount of time, I couldn't tell you how long. I decided that was not how I wanted to live my life and I started looking for alternative solutions. When I went to see their specialist, this was a turning point for me. While he sat there and told me all the things I wouldn't be able to do, which further added to all the things i had been told, I sat in that chair and I was like, do you know what? This just does not feel like my life. I don't believe this has to be my life and I believe there gets to be another way. And this was the first time that I discovered the concept That 100% of your energy comes from your subconscious mind. I still didn't understand anything. I didn't really know what it meant by subconscious mind at this point. But this is where my obsession with the subconscious mind stemmed from. I read so many books, I was studying everything. And I was like, right, all I needed to do was not manage and conserve my energy, but find motivation to create more. And that was a complete game changer for me. So when I say to you, 100% of your energy comes from your subconscious, I'm speaking to that and I'm sharing that, not just from a, this is something I read in the book, but this is something I live in my life. I have lived it. I have turned my life around and my reality around. I did become a teacher. I taught for seven years before I ran away from teaching, as I like to say, um, to start my own business. And I, if you follow me on Instagram, you will know I travel incessantly. It's like an absolute obsession of mine. Travel is like oxygen to me, talking about it, planning it, reminiscing over past trips. It's a really important piece of my life. It's part of who I am. And I now do those things. Not only do I do those things and I just make them work, but I do these things. I live my life this way. And also I am really amazed by the fact that I don't really encounter jet lag. I don't really subscribe to the concept of, well, okay, if I travel here, oh, the jet lag's going to be really bad. I don't program that in. I'm like, okay, well, no, I I know I can arrive and just get into the flow and feel great. Now, of course, sometimes my body just goes, and we're asleep. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm not walking around when I am awake going, oh my gosh, my jet lag, I'm so struggling here. It's very rare that I use language like that. So a lot of this is very much around personal anecdotes and evidence, but I wonder where this shows up for you. I wonder where you've had experiences where you're kind of laid around somewhere just going, oh my gosh, it's just one of those days I've got no steam. And you're allowed, right? You're allowed to have days where you're just like, do you know what? I'm just choosing to not have energy today. I just want to veg out. I want to have a lovely day. I want to watch Netflix. I want to do whatever it is I want to do that doesn't take very much energy. You're completely allowed to have that whilst also knowing that at any moment, should you choose to or desire to, you can tap in to infinite reserves of energy because it's all created from your subconscious mind. So where would this be useful for you? This is the question. Where can you see this in your life as something that you're like, oh my goodness, this would actually help me to blank. I can see how actually this area I've been having issues with if I tap into this and remember this, get really clear on who I am, what my values are. And by the way, if you need to clarify your values, I have the Values Workshop. This is one of my absolute gems of a training. It's a short training that you can go through. You will identify your values in a way that you never saw them before. Once you understand your values, your actual values, not ones that you choose off a tick list, all right, we've all done that exercise at some point in the game, but your actual core values, you don't choose your values, Your value you are your values. So what we do is we identify those so you can see them. Once you understand what they are, that is your quick path to tapping into those energy supplies when you need them and when you want them. Okay. If you want the values workshop, we will leave a link in the show notes. We will send a link with the email that this came with, or I will also share on um, my Instagram and on social media, the link to the values workshop. We'll make sure that's available for you definitely get yourself in there. I hear so many people, I've got people who work with me one-on-one who still talk about going back to the Values Workshop and how powerful it is, what a great reminder it is. So it's something that once you get access to it, you can go into it again and again and again, super, super powerful and ties in deeply to this energy piece. So I'd love to hear from you. How has this landed for you? Who can you share this with? Who do you know in your life who has energy stuff because they have a lot going on? Now, When I say that, please note, I am never, ever questioning how much you have going on in your life. And the fact remains true that 100% of our energy comes from our subconscious. So what would you need to shift and change in your beliefs and your thinking in order to access that energy? And how would that help you? Okay oh my gosh, I could go so deep on this. That will do us for today because I am going to allow myself to choose to feel in rest mode today. I also subscribe to rest being sexy. I do really enjoy the time and space to just be, to just rest when I want to. I don't need to be in creative hustle drive mode all the time. And I can't wait to see what this makes possible for you when you apply it to your life. So links and all the things you need for the Values Workshop are going to be in the social media land in the email that if you're on my email list, that is that you would have got an email about this. We send out emails every single week for new episodes. If you need that, feel free to send me a DM and I'll direct you in the, in the, in the right, in the right direction. I'll direct you in the direction. I'll send you in the right direction. (laughs) All right. Lots of love to you. Remember it gets to be different now and I'll see you next time so appreciate spending time with your ears today (laughs) if you're not already come and follow me on instagram let's be friends you can find me at totally laura where i share behind the scenes latest updates and freebies as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast i'll be waiting for you in the dms